You are listening to Take Charge podcast, host by Anthony Joseph. And we are back in a new episode with Dr. Anand, the one and only doctor. Thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me again. Anthony. It's been a while we didn't do a poll. You've been traveling, doing uh, trainings outside of the city. Uh, let us start with the simple uh, question. What is the latest trends happening in Dubai? Well, okay. The first thing, obviously, is the weather has become absolutely amazing, which naturally means airports are full, planes are bringing a lot of people in. A great opportunity at this point in time because many people who have been considering buying now actually come into the mindset where, okay, let's take a visit and let's actually make the deals happen. So I think you're going to see the brokers, the real estate companies super, super busy for the next three to four months which is good for us uh, and for the economy of the city. So that's the first thing on trends. We've just finished one of the biggest events in the world, the COP28, which again attracted a lot of attention to Dubai, media-wise, internationally also. So I think that is also going to have a positive knock-on effect. There's been a few other announcements of new launches that are coming up now and people are gearing up. Some of the big developers coming, some very new projects. I would prefer not to take a particular developer because uh, we are not going to be promoting any one person. But there is a lot that's happening. However, when we talk about trends, we're seeing a very new kind of buying trend that is emerging right now. One of the new things that's been happening, particularly since the middle of last year, but really big this year, is a lot of tenants are actually now convinced and they're going to buy. Because there is a shortage now, not just in the high-end property, but there's also a shortage in the affordable category. Do you think the announcement of uh, the Feds dropping uh, the rates is, is, is a pusher for this? It's definitely. See, there are, I would say three to four things. One, definitely the drop in the rates or to hold it steady is going to definitely help because the mortgages will become easier for people to take. The second reason would be that since rents have been going up because of the demand, we'll maybe talk about the population later. But because of that, people are actually people who may have been in two boats thinking, shall I continue to rent for a year or two, are actually finding is getting expensive. And so many of them are now looking at owning their property. Thirdly, because a lot of handovers have started happening in the market, it helps these people who don't want to take the risk of getting, see, many of them are first-time buyers as well. So they don't want to take the risk, have to pay rent and continue to pay on a plan to the developers. It just makes their whole payout more expensive. But since homes are coming into the market, a lot of these people now are paying attention to that. Of course, with the golden visa, Many other buyers also who have been looking for getting that visa are now swallowing up the properties when they are becoming ready. Look at all the newspapers. They will tell you that the ready homes market has been rising steadily with the 1 million entry point uh, and being able to apply for the visa is again attracting a lot of buyers. But I would say that is still the investors at this point. Homeowners, yes, we're seeing the trend change. We're seeing a lot of renters or tenants now looking to own property. But particularly, they're looking at the areas which, like the JVCs, the Arjans, the JVTs, or the uh, uh, Dubai South. Which kind making of area. it go nuts. Like, I remember, like, two, two years ago when we used to sell Arjan, we were selling it on 800, 900 dirhams a square foot. Today, a new project being launched off plan, selling on 1,200 dirhams a square foot, which is really like we've seen this crazy rise between Arjan, JVC and JVT. I just worked with with someone who just picked up a 2.6 million three-bedroom unit in Arjan. Yeah. 
So 2.6, three bedroom. And people are saying, what's going on here? I mean, I could get a five bedroom townhouse with some of the better known developers, obviously in a slightly far away community, but I can get that. So the fact is that the developers are actually pricing it now like this in Arjan, in certain developers, certain DAOs, and people are buying. So they're actually buying it because some of the developers are coming with some interesting lifestyles. Water seems to be the next big thing on the Dubai horizon. Private tiny little pools, some of them a little oversized jacuzzis, if you had to ask me. Yeah. But it seems to be this new trend. If you look at everything that's launching in those areas, everyone's coming with these private little pools in the balconies and things like that. So water <clears throat> is becoming a huge attractor now for many of these people when they are buying Until they get the unit and see that they were built, and then they will change. <laughs> <laughs> they will yeah. change their. But mind. I think many of them are probably going to put these on some short stays and things Definitely. like that, so they'll transfer that cost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, doctor. How about the population? We've seen big rise in the population on Dubai. Absolutely. Give us small figures. No, no, no. There are no more small figures. Population grew little over three percent just this year alone, and we haven't finished the year. Technically, we still have ten days. Uh, Kalish Times had the article just two days ago. The population has grown by a hundred thousand, a hundred two forty. That was the mm. number that grew. Now that's a, a big number. Uh, based on the D thirty three agenda of Sheikh Mohammed, we are expecting an increase of two point five million people in the next ten years. That's almost a sixty five percent increase in the population in the city. Two hundred fifty thousand people expected on an average every year from 2024 till 2023. So we're going to see a 150% more on the increase that we saw this year. And this is because we have today the second most stable economy on the planet, Switzerland being number one. We also have got new job creation opportunities that's happening. People are all coming here for the lifestyle and the safety. The COVID management impact has happened. The e the visas, the ease of doing this, so much happening here that people are actually getting onto the plane and coming. If you've been watching the news, some of the most prominent millionaires and billionaires in the world are all flocking to Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Now, it's very clear. They're sending the message. These people who could live in any big city on the planet are choosing Dubai and Abu Dhabi. They're sending very clear messages on the future trends that's going to happen. Look at the buying trends, what has happened now. Russia has dropped to five. Dubai had a very good run last year, but that was mainly because of the <clears throat> Russia so, and uh, Ukraine crisis. But now those buyers are gone. Anybody who had to take their money out of those countries did it last year. Or they did it in the beginning of the year, but they're not waiting anymore. So we are back now to the original type of Russian buyers who've always been buying for the last twenty years waterfront properties. So those guys are still in the business, but that little rush that we had has gone. Russia has dropped from number one to number five. But look at China. We did a podcast on this. I remember doing it actually with you. It was in May. A few, yeah, some time back, and we talked about it. And some people said never going to happen. China's at number two. China is going to become number one by next year, and they're going to stay in that position for the next five years. So we are the trend has reversed again. So we are seeing that the people who were driving the market pre-COVID are back in the driving seat. India has gone to number one. China has gone to number two. The UK is at number three. So we're in a very strong place because these are investors who actually believed in this market. That's why they were the the top three. They're back again. So nothing has changed in their perception, regardless of what anybody says about Dubai or regardless of the geopolitical situations around the world right now. They are coming and they're coming. Watch China.
No, I know it's it's gonna be. I'm just like upset that I will not get any part of this business because of the language barrier and the dealing with them. But there's a nationality which I'm I've been working on it for some time and it's rising a lot. Do you have any idea to who I'm referring to? It's the Turks, Turkish. They are all over the city and they are buying left and right. Now they are not in the top chart, but definitely in Q1. Look, come, look. Because Turkey is going through really financial difficulties. The economy is not stable at all. Uh, the, the lira is deflating a lot. And I think like the smart guys are moving their money to Dubai into a stable economy and home. So yeah. as, as a nationality, it will be great to see it in the top 10 that we've never had uh, much engagement with. Yeah. See, I think, yeah, that's fine. We have to be open to many of these nationalities coming in and they will come. The, the city has that kind <laughs> of pull. However, now since commercial gaming is the next big thing on the horizon, you could be sure that you're going to start to see a lot of Asian buyers come into this market very mm -hmm. quickly. Indians, the Chinese, the Singapore and the Malaysians, they're all going to be coming in here. The Russians, you'll see a new drive of Russians coming in as well. I think Africa will be very interested as well. We're not going to be attracting the Americans here because of our casinos. We will be attracting more of Asia, Africa and the Middle East. But you're going to see the huge, Russia, of course, will be there. So I think you're going to see again a very different type of buyer entering the market. Americans are number nine anyway. It's, it's a very good number on the chart. It's a good number for now yeah. because of what's happening in there. And many of them probably will do a wait and watch because of the political situation in the U.S., Correct. especially with they're Trump now. They're elections now. Yeah, yeah, they're just waiting for next year because a lot of things can change for them. So they would be a little bit hesitant maybe right now. But uh, there's no question about it. We have captured the imagination of the world. And there's a lot of uh, American celebrities are already moving in here without mentioning any names. Anyway, most of the viewers will know who we are talking about. <laughs> uh, doctor, speaking of the stuff that can affect us or not. So now it's kind of like the trend is changing. We have a new blood of buyers coming in. Uh, question that I've been asked a lot, and I want your opinion on it. Now, everyone uh, ha was heavily investing in Ras al-Khaimah due to casinos coming, right? True. And the main developers over there on the island, everyone has their boutique property. It's like a showroom of, of properties. Like they made it in a very nice way. And then we seen the announcement last week or the week before it that the MGM and the Bellagio and Wassel, with Wassel yeah, developers. it's coming here in Dubai. So everyone who didn't buy in Ras al Khaimah is telling the investors in Ras al Khaimah, oh, you've seen you bought too early now with the casinos coming in here. Mm. What's going to happen to your properties over there? Okay. Uh, I, you're right. I've heard this as well. And I, the way I answer it with people is I use the example of Hong Kong and Macau, right? Uh, while a lot of people, especially the Chinese, Singaporeans, Malaysians, they come into Hong Kong because they're going to operate using their money from there, but they will take a hydrofoil or a, a helicopter and 40 minutes later they're in Macau. They come to Macau just to do the gambling. There's nothing in Macau besides those hotels and there's a broken down church with just a single wall. That's it. There's nothing else on Macau. So... So there's no lifestyle there. They might come, they might stay overnight, two nights, but a lot of the real billionaires or the big boys who are coming in there, they live in Hong Kong. 
they take a 40 minute hydrofoil or their own private boats and then they come back in the evenings mm-hmm. i can see something similar happening with dubai and russell kaima you see while russell kaima is becoming very very attractive because of the casinos and waterfront tourism there's a very heavy push with rack tda tourism development authority there's a push for the waterfront lifestyles but rack still doesn't offer the dynamism of dubai as a city and the multifaceted lifestyle entertainment options so a lot of the people wouldn't mind coming into dubai and just doing a quick hop or a trip down to rasal kaima and come what will make it even more attractive is yes once wasal is ready that's obviously going to take a minimum of 5 years minimum of 5 years uh, then by the time balagio comes in here mgm aria uh, i think we will shift the focus back from rasal kaima but maybe the next 3 years does belong to rasal kaima because everyone is waiting for that casino and now marjan island i mean that the first casino the win will what is 2027 uh, yeah so the there's still time of it. Yeah. but again for us nothing before 28 or 29 nothing we got to finish the island first it's coming a little beyond the burj al arab uh, we got to finish that island and then we have got to start constructing the hotels there's absolutely nothing there mm-hmm. so there's just the noise so what does that mean investors are probably have to going are going to have to wait for a couple of years or at least 3 years before the launches start getting announced and then 3 to 4 years after that so we're talking a 7 year run at least so there are people who don't want to wait that long so they still capitalizing in uh, in rasal kaima some of them probably will offload some of their investments closer to time make an amazing return and then repeat the same on the island with wasal here so yes the casinos coming up here will pull back some of the advantage that dubai lost but to tell an investor that you should have waited you shouldn't have taken that opportunity i'm sorry that's the wrong guy talking Absolutely. to them investors don't wait there is an opportunity i got into it i will exit and get into the next opportunity mm-hmm. i'm going to make my money anyway investors recognize the opportunity and now a new opportunity is coming up which doesn't lo- make me lose in my current opportunity i got in early when the prices were low my payment plans were very soft and longer the attention has come and i will always be able to find buyers when i have to offload it i'll transfer the rest of the plan on them but i'll make a very good return after that i'll come into even the, the prices like what's happening there it's it's really interesting like last week uh maybe earlier december 5th we were working on the nikki beach and the rosso bay and even the noble residents coming over there and the prices like now starting 2500 even the address came at 2008 2900 so yeah, that's right which is approximately the prices of downtown dubai which which make me really surprised i'm like if this is being launched on off plan what can we expect when, when this will be Absolutely. ready and um, i'm sure we're going to expect what, double up if not double up 75% easy uh, easy see again i think it's two things that will drive the price one is the the type of the product so we look at downtown we're looking at an urban chic city lifestyle contemporary lifestyle and then you're comparing waterfront luxury leisure lifestyles they're just two very different lifestyles and we know that waterfront properties have the ability to demand a higher asking price and then it's based on demand demand mm-hmm. also is what uh, helps yeah. push the price up and there's no question about it rasal kaima has been in demand a lot especially in the last 2 years so that's it 
corrections or anything that would happen there will depend on how Dubai brings the counter offer, which I think is going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, I mean, with all respect, with this location, I'm sure they were not starting below three thousand five hundred, and this is the entry without no view. Uh, yes, and here. you see, what will also help <coughs> is in that pricing, you're not getting just that particular opportunity. You get it in a city which is one of the best cities in the world that offers you multiple lifestyle opportunities that Rack cannot yet give you. So there's several things that will support the actual. Pricing that will happen on the ground, so I think we're still in a good run. And if you look at it, you ask anyone on the roads today who is not in real estate or who's not aware, ask them: Have you heard of Win? Amazing company. We have more knowledge about it because we are in real estate, and the millionaires of the world probably know about it. But the brand perception to the person on the street, they have no clue. They don't even understand. If they have a YouTube, they would understand. Like yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that this is not something people focus on. So, however, you ask the same guy, "Have you heard of MGM?" And they will tell you yes, because when you look uh, globally, MGM is known for all the grand fights, the big ticket events, and so Las Vegas and MGM, everybody knows about it. So I'm <clears> saying that the brand pull of the kind of Hotels and casinos coming into Dubai is much much stronger. That Win is amazing. They're one of the best casino operators in the world. But again, it it's going to take some educating for people to get in. The, the name MGM is enough. It'll pull people in. Mm-hmm. Doctor, uh, we've seen the articles on Bloomberg and Night Frank that they are projecting between five to seven percent uh, price increase in this 2024. Do you agree? Uh, Or is an understatement? No, I don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree. With due respect to them, and they are brilliant analysts, and they've done some amazing work. Uh, for example, if you Night Frank projected thirteen point five percent for twenty twenty three, we crossed eighteen. We went to twenty two percent on apartments and eighteen point one percent on villas. Mm-hmm. So we actually exceeded that amount. So again, based on uh, factors like uh, peaks, like the 2014 peak, which was something we should talk about, uh, you have to take into consideration when you do your research not just trends in property and previous cycles. You have to take in account the economic growth and development and vision of the city because you can never separate real estate from the economic development. Right? Part of growing when you want to double your economy in ten years, it means you're going to need more offices. You're going to need bigger airports, which is coming again. We've already heard about the expansions of uh, Dubai International Airport by 2030. Why do you think they're doing that? You cannot have an economy that is doubling without real estate being part of it. We need more hotels. We will need more malls. We will need entertainment zones. We will need villa communities. We will need residential apartments. So there's a lot of real estate which will be required when the economy is doubling. We're short on an average forty thousand homes every year for the next ten years. For the next ten years, based on the projected handovers, we are short. So again, that will drive the numbers up. So when coming up with projections, I think we have to look just beyond the normal property cycles and also take into account all the plans that the government has put into place. For example, 2014. If you have been following all the reports and people who have been talking, they were referencing back to 2014. They were saying prices haven't yet peaked to 2014. Prices haven't yet. What are they actually saying? After that, you're going to see a flattening. 
That's what they do. We've crossed 2014 three months ago. Yeah. Already. But what people are making as a mistake is they're looking at the Dubai that existed in 2014, nine years ago, and saying in that kind of Dubai, at a peak at 2014, this is what started happening. We're not the same Dubai anymore. We did not have the D33 agenda at that nine years ago. We never did an expo. We did not have District 2020. We did not have the 10-year visas. Even the we regulations, the everything was anything. different. They, they yes. loosened up all of the laws to make sure that anyone can move in the city and so, live in here. So we're talking of a very different city. And therefore, I don't believe 5 to 7%. I think we'll hit 5 to 7% in the first four months of next year. Because we're in the peak season. And you know what usually happens, particularly during the Chinese New Year? They come into Dubai and they're going to swallow a lot of property. You're going to see prices jump dramatically. They couldn't do it for three years because COVID took them out the longest. But before that, that's exactly what they were doing. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen again. This 5% that they're talking of annual, I'm confident. If not end of March, by April, we're hitting it easily. You're hitting 10%. Oh. That's what you're saying. Easy. Okay. Doctor, I want to ask you, uh, do you believe the same will be for the tenants, like for, for landlords who are leasing the units, the tenants that they have an increase still? Okay. Uh, yes, the increase would be there. It may not be proportionate to the increase in the demand to buy, but it will go up. It has to go up because when you have 250,000 new people coming in and you're having a shortage of homes, 40,000 homes, it means the demand will be there to rent. Plus, we are seeing another pattern. It's called a shifting pattern here, right? People who were staying on a Palm Jumeirah cannot afford that anymore. So they're moving into a Dubai Marina kind of lifestyle. Those who are in a Dubai Marina cannot afford it anymore. So they are probably crossing over into a JLT lifestyle. So you're seeing this move happening where people are moving into the more affordable communities. Hence, we are also facing shortage for affordable homes now. So people are moving outwards and that's also why many of them are now considering, I don't want to rent anymore, let me buy. So we're seeing a buying trend changing. We're seeing a shift in rental patterns in terms of the kind of tenants moving into the communities is changing. The volume of the transactions is still there, but the personality of the people in the transactions are changing, which is exactly why you have so much of demand now and all the developers, they could be just, I would I say, mid-range or budget-sized, affordable inventory kind of developers selling very happily today. We've seen the developers changing trends a bit. They used, they used to release one or two projects a week, and now they're doing once every couple of weeks. So some of them they're doing once a month. So my question is, is this something that they're doing now because the city is into kind of holiday mood where most of the people are outside or they're just following the new trends of the market that the market will not accept us to be releasing 1,200 units in a month. So we need to slow down a bit and follow the trend. So what do you feel about this? Okay, some developers have slowed down a few. But I think they're going to be starting. Uh, I think many of them now that, uh, from January, you will see a lot. Probably by end of December, which we're close to with a lot of promotional offers, you will see it coming out in the festival. However, developers cannot just keep slowing down because with the current economic trend that is going upwards and people coming into the city, make, uh, wanting still to get the tax benefits, so easy now to get your licenses here, they are losing opportunity. 
So if they are not going to be uh, launching to take a, get that opportunity, I think they're just going to lose these people to the other developers who are still out there. Uh, we know that many of the developers are actually looking at bringing around 100,000 units more in the next two to three years because these will hand over 28 onwards to take care of the people who are, who are coming at that time because we're short 200,000 homes already up to 2028. 200,000 homes and we're reaching this shortage because one, the increase of people coming, tenants are moving into buying. So suddenly you've seen internally from within the city, there is a new trend of buyers coming up. The 10-year visa is absolutely killing it. I got it. Yeah, yeah well, Mabrook on that. Thank you. So I'm just saying that because of that, it's, it's just out there. It's being swallowed up. So to be able to see... This is why I believe most of the developers working in line with the D33 agenda are launching. People who don't understand that are confused. So many handovers are happening. How come we can have so many launches as well? Now you have acres that's just been announced, right, by Miras. You're going to see more and more that's going to come out. There are and I feel that area, like all of around the global village, is becoming like the new villa communities that they yeah, are doing. It will. Because we are learning, uh, we're using the same model that uh, the developed cities had in the past. We don't have space now. So either you build in the ocean and you create it, or you're going to have to go into the deserts. Mm -hmm. But what I love about Dubai is when you plan master developments, you create them to be holistic. So once you are in that community, you will not even need to leave it. Everything will be there. The schools, the parks, we're putting beaches and in the, the desert. The greenery they're doing, yeah, exactly. like the organic and the food 59% of acres is going to be green everything so I'm saying, I mean, doing, yeah. how many places on the planet do you know that's putting so many beaches and waterfront lifestyles in the middle of a desert so we're giving them everything that you would want to come to Dubai for you've got your malls you've got office blocks coming in there you've got schools in there hospitals are there you've got jogging tracks pet friendly communities green lifestyles that's everything so micro cities is the concept of the future Dubai so uh, there's no stopping it because the desert is largely untapped for a city like Dubai actually for many of the cities in the Middle East so potential is huge you know, I always do polls on LinkedIn and on Instagram. And my last poll was because I get asked this a lot. I'm like, is Dubai going to a correction? And if yes, when? And I got over 70% saying yes. Regarding the when, no one didn't know. But they're all insisting that we are going to a correction. What's your intake on this? Okay, firstly, yes, you're right. They don't know when. Second, they don't even know why. They're just historically going, looking at the... Well, it used to be Dubai is a bubble. Exactly. Now we are correction because yeah. the bubble is not there anymore. Now we're okay. in the correction. So you got to firstly understand, when you have a market that's in demand, how does correction happen? It just defeats the laws of economics. So either you've got these few guys who are replying in there, some of them possible investors, most of them probably brokers, who think that they are the masters of economy and real estate, and they come and throw something. If you ask them, it's a historical reference. They'll go back to what happened in the previous cycle. They'll go back to what happened before that. But you fail to factor in that we don't have the same city now. We don't have the same agenda now. We are number three in the top 10 power cities in the world. The Economist Survey gave that to us in August. How can you separate real estate from the aggressive development of the city? When the city isn't going into correction, it is in expansion. How do you logically explain correction in real estate? 
It's not going to happen. Secondly, the we are getting both kinds coming into Dubai. That is why every paper is screaming it out. Dubai is facing a huge shortage. Now, when you have a huge shortage, not just in premium, including the affordable category, mm. what do you think happens? Correction or the prices move up? Knight Frank, conservatively, is still giving us prices going up, not correction. Correction, if you interpret it as maybe a slowdown in the percentage of increase, I can accept that. But if you tell me correction is happening, so prices come down to a particular level, I'm sorry. That will be done only by the fall in demand. Not by views of people. Just ask anybody who gives you that view. Where exactly did you get that information from? They have no reference point. They'll point back to the last cycle. Don't point back to the last cycle. We are the Dubai of the future. So we cannot do the historical comparisons with this. Look to the future and then you will be able to understand why real estate is making so much sense. The Chinese president has put the EU market, $3.5 billion. You think China, the fastest growing economy on the planet for the last 19 years. You think they haven't understood market dynamics. They cannot understand geopolitical situations. These are the people who are investing heavily. And you'll have a few guys in a poll who will tell you, no, correction is coming. Let's see what happens next year. I want a correction to happen in rentals. To be very <laughs> honest. I'm, uh, for the sales, let it all go up. I wanted to reason being that I know lots of my friends that they were living a great life. And by paying 250,000 dirhams for a villa, now it's becoming 600,000. They cannot maintain the same lifestyle. They are not really a fan of a downgrade. And they're starting now thinking that maybe we should relocate somewhere else where schools and lease is more affordable. So when it comes to rentals, yeah, I'm a big favor of a correction. We need it. It cannot keep continuing like that. Yeah, uh, again... There is a different way the correction will happen. I don't believe it will happen on the prices. One, you'll see this move, this new wave of buyers will move out. They will pick up their own instead of paying the 600000 mm -hmm. So that can empty out units, which can cause a better negotiation. The negotiation may not be so much on the price. It could be in the payment options that would be offered, a, mo a more flexible, easier way of paying it. So we reduce the pain a little bit. The second thing is people who still want to rent, like I told you, there's a shifting happening. So the zone A or the, the premium ones go to zone B. Zone B goes to zone C. So while I have people either buying or moving out, there's a new set of people coming into that area because they couldn't afford the super premium. Yeah. So I think each one is going to cascade that way. Look at any city in the world that's up there. Rents are through the roof. Look at Tokyo. Look at London. Look at Mumbai. Toronto. You can look at any top city in the world. Rents are sky high. Now, we have been an emerging city for so long, so everybody got used to having a rent which was very acceptable. We're now aiming to be no, one of them. It was cheap before, yeah, then it, acceptable. It was cheap by comparison, right? Yeah. But then your city, when it was cheap, where was your city on the global map? Mm. Not even in the top 10. Exactly. Yeah. So, as you're growing, as you become premium, the demand gets put onto it. Now... That can be a blessing to some people. That may not be for a few others. But I think it's about how you understand it. For example, look at London, right? As a London, people are but living... you pay here in a month, you pay there per week in London. Yeah. So let's not compare and, it. No, why I'm telling you uh, this is very important. Dubai is going to be the same. People are living outside in the suburbs and they travel an hour, sometimes 90 minutes, one way. 
to come to work because they can't afford it. So what have they done? The shifting trend. People are doing that in New York. They do it in Mumbai. People are living two hours away and coming into work. You cannot avoid that happening even in Dubai. The people who will complain are the ones who got complacent and have enjoyed that lifestyle you talked of. For and them now it's inconvenience. But the future city of the Dubai is not only about them. There's people coming in when they will understand this as the dynamic of the city and they will accept it. It's like when Salik came. Everybody grumbled, right? Who talks about Salik today? VAT. It's, it's the least of our worries. Yep. Yeah. I know. VAT. Yeah. But when it came out, people talked about it like as if it would break you. That's what Correct. they do always. Yeah. And next month we have the corporate tax, the first payment. Nine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. Doctor, has, uh, this has been amazing as usual. Thanks a lot for coming and looking forward to see you in the next episode. Looking forward to be with you, Anthony, anytime. Thank you. you are listening to Take Charge Podcast, host by Anthony Joseph.